Hello, everyone. Welcome to the WW3 podcast. My name is Will, and for this podcast, an episode will come out every weekend and will have a different subject. Those subjects will range from my personal life, sports, college, and other topics that I feel you all, the audience, may enjoy. So, uh, for those of you that didn't see it or didn't decide to participate, which I'm fine with, but um, I have been, I was active recently on all the socials and asked, what do you guys want to hear? Twitter, on Twitter, I put up a poll. Uh, Instagram, I put up a story. And then um, I believe I put the same picture up on, uh, or the same story up on Facebook and got only very few options. Um, So (laughs) uh, some of the options were World War III, which I have already said I'm not going to cover. I'm not going to say the next one. Um, the NBA, the NHL, your amazing sister, and then the poll that I put up on Twitter, you know, I talked, you know, I asked which ones y'all wanted to hear me talk about, and I put up NFL Mock Draft, Sony, Disney, Sony, Spider-Man, or my favorite concerts. Uh, that one, that tweet only got two votes, and my favorite concerts won two votes to zero to zero. Um, so that's, um, so out of those, I decided the one I'm going to do is one of many, um, topics that my sister gave to me. And I'm going to talk about survivors when they're at war or survivor. So for those of you that don't know, survivor is a reality competition TV show. Um, it, goes up against stuff like Big Brother and Amazing Race all the time. So it's on CBS. And so the way Survivor works is that it's, they're split up into different teams, but they call them tribes. And the tribes, you know, depending on the amount of people that they have in a season, are, are split up into two or three. If they have 18, it's usually split up into three. And if it's... Um, 20, it's usually split up into two. They've never done four. Um, so I, I want to put it past them to eventually do four, but as of now, it's only been two, two or three tribes. And so, um, survivor, like I said, splits, splits 20 or 18 people up into different tribes, different teams. And what they do is they, they're on some sort of, they're in places like Borneo Cagayan, San Juan del Sur, Cambodia, um, Kaurong, China. They've gone to Africa. They've gone to a lot of different places, right? And so they, what they do is that they're usually on a beach. Um, and, well, they're on, like, beaches, jungle-ish lands. And what they do is that they're out there to survive for 39 days. And... So they have to build a fire, they have to build a shelter, you know, they got to find food, they got to be able to drink water, they got to figure out how to do that. But throughout all that time, they are they also go through challenges. And they usually have two different challenges. Reward challenges, which if you win, you get some, some sort of reward. F- fire in the form of flint, um, sometimes chicken, uh, food mainly, I feel food sometimes and that's that's mainly towards um the end and then comfort like uh chairs and blankets and the tarp but then also and i'll get to this later loved ones 
Um, so um, those are what you get for reward challenges. And then the other challenge is immunity challenge. And the immunity challenge, the two, two or three teams go head to head. And should one of those team, those tribes win, they, they, they don't go to something called tribal council. And tribal council is where um, these teams, tribes, get to vote somebody out, vote somebody off the island, and then they go throughout their, then they play the game without them. Right, so it, essentially that what that is what's that's what Survivor is in a nutshell. But to talk about it in more detail, right? These people look to create alliances. So find somebody and say, "Hey, I'll take you here." You know, let's go to the final three. Let's go to the merge. Let's go to here. Let's go to here. Let's let's do this. So they've what they've done is they've gone to somebody else and said here's our plan. This is what we should do to stick into the game. So you're literally making friends and saying, this is our plan. This is what we're going to do. And that, that, that's part of it. And a word I said earlier, merge. So they usually go from two or three tribes to one big one to where all the teams come together and now it's not team based it's individually based you know reward usually individually based but they can ch- choose people to come along with them or um it, it's that team because they they will do reward challenges where they split up in teams if it's even numbers right and so then you look at the immunity challenge and you get individual immunity which means you yourself are safe from being voted out and should somebody be voted out during the merge, they go to something called the jury. The jury is the, are the people who at the end decide a winner. And the winner usually receives a million dollars. And that's Survivor right there. And so um, this season is called Winners at War. So it's all former winners. And it's really intriguing. Me and my sister love the show. I spent this past weekend um, finishing up a season I hadn't watched, getting ready for this season. And I'm, I'm really excited for this season. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to go through uh, the people that are on, um, the contestants, and kind of talk about them, what I think of them. And then you know I'll talk about, um, after that, who, who I think has the lowest chance of winning, highest chance of winning. Then I'll talk a little bit. Then after that, I'll talk about what I like about this show. Um, so let's go ahead and just get into my thoughts about this season. So, um, like I said, going through the contestants, um, first one is Natalie Anderson from San Juan del Sur, that is also known as Blood versus Water. Um, that is one of very few seasons. One of a couple of seasons I have not watched. Um, I do know of her. I know she. She's not. She's. She's calm. She's cool. She's. Um, you know, she's not one of those people that would play something that doesn't necessarily play cutthroat. From what I've heard, though, you know, this is what I've heard about about Natalie, um, and so it, it's a little. I can't put it. So, 
for her, I'm not necessarily, I don't necessarily know where, where she falls right now. I think she's probably about middle pack for me of whether she's a high chance of winning or not, because I just don't know a lot about her. I just do think she's in the middle of the pack because there are a lot of people that were really good winners that were dominant winners and that are le- legends in this game because this game has been played this this thing this show has been on for 20 years and it's in its 40th season. So I, I think there are a, a couple of people that that will say, "Hey, you know, the, this winner's got to go." And I think Natalie's going to be about middle of the pack. So next up is Tyson Apostle. He won Blood versus Water. That was the original one. And so, um, San Juan del Sur was the second time they did Blood versus Water. And Blood versus Water was family members again, well, family members against each other, right? So, um, Tyson, I saw him in Heroes versus Villains. And the vibe that I got off of him is that he's not the most social guy, he can be very weird. But weird can sometimes be good in this game. Um, he was a villain, and you, you can see why. He's he's this he deceives people very easily, and he can you know he can kind of distract you with um, how good he is at challenges, but also kind of go under the radar socially because he's not great at it. But he can still take people that he needs. To where he needs to be. So I put Tyson kind of. High end of the middle of the pack. I don't think he's. I think he's got a better chance of winning than Natalie. But I, I do like. I, I would say Tyson's belt. Probably around. Six or seven for me. Right. So then. The next one is Danny Boatwright. This is another person. A lot like Natalie. I don't necessarily know. I did. I don't. I don't remember if I've seen Guatemala or not, um, but I don't really know a lot about her. Heck, I don't know a lot about, I I don't know anything about that season. I don't really remember her at all, so I can't really say anything um, about her. So for me, again, I think that's good for her because the more you know about somebody, well, at least in this game, besides Tyson, the higher the chance they have, they are of getting out first. And that that is absolutely the case. So I'm just going to not really say anything about Danny because I don't know anything, right? This is coming from a fan that's watched a good amount of seasons. But I'm putting her in middle of the pack. Next up, Sophie Clark. She won the South Pacific season, um, which, I, which I did watch. And Sophie played that game very interestingly. And I think for her to come back, it, it's really interesting because they've got new generation and old generation survivors. She's kind of, I would say probably, let's see here. This was 2011. Yeah. So 2011, I would say, is about right in the middle of those because I would say close to about I would say the new style of play really started probably about 2013, 2012, I would say those years. So this is probably right before the new way of playing, um, at least in my opinion. But Sophie was somebody that I think can 
can win this game. I think she has a high chance because she she took risks and right. She took risk and yeah. She took she took risks and made sure that she took the right people with them, right? And so, you know, she she was on board with taking people like some of these well-known people out and saying, okay, well, let's go ahead and, you know, get, get out of here. You know, let's get them out of here because if they do, they're going to beat me and took somebody to the end that honestly, I didn't think could win, which was really interesting. So, um, but Sophie, I think as of now is probably in the top four for me, Jeremy, my man Jeremy, I just finished watching the season that he won. He he was so good that season. He this guy is gets really like is a personal player. He plays with his he can he gets to know people very easily and makes relationships like that and utilizes it to get get to the end. Absolutely. The season that he won he made sure he had a good relationship with the two people he took to the end. But in the, also, at the same time, he had made moves when he needed to. He knew if somebody in his alliance was going against him, he said, I'm not having it. I want them out. Let's go ahead. Let's do this. So he played the game really well. He, he can really, really make people like him, which puts, for me... You can say it puts a t- target on his back, but I think it puts him at two or th- two or one on my list of winning this game because people are going to like him. They know he can get personal, and with but with that said, he can easily say, "Hey, let's make a move and let's get Tyson out of this game because if he does, he could win this game." Jeremy's very knowledgeable, so. And then the only two-time winner, which will, unless she wins, will change, Sandra Diaz. Sandra has won twice. She has won a season called Pearl Islands and Heroes vs. Villains. The first two times she was on, she won. She has a chance to win a third time. She's been on only three times. Well, this makes her her fourth, but it's interesting to say that she could go for a third win here. But with that said, I don't think that's happening. She has a very low chance of winning this game. Should her tribe lose the like the first couple immunity challenges, I wouldn't be shocked that she's the first one out. And she knows it that she that there's a big target on her back because she has won twice. She plays the game hard. She pushes people. She says sometimes, and sometimes she'll be brutally honest and said, she'll say, I don't like you. I want you out of this game. Goodbye. And she says, I'm going to take my crown as survivor queen. She's that good, but also that dangerous. So I'm not expecting her to make it far this, this season. Ben from Heroes versus Healers versus Hustlers. I'm not a big fan of Ben because I was at first in his season, but then the way he played the game at 
close to the end, was outrageous, and he was a huge, I'll go ahead and say D-bag. He came off really kind of as an arrogant a-hole, right? And that's just the way, and that, the game can do that to people, trust me, because in, I guarantee you Ben in real life isn't like that. In the game, he can be, right? Because there are people in the game that are that have been real, you know, kind of real d bags throughout this game, and you can. But you know that that's what the game does to does to these people, and it looks very hard to go. I I couldn't do it, but Ben is somebody that I think. Due to the way that he, of his, I, I would say, erratic kind of play is high on people's target because he drops these Ben bombs. He can play, you know, he plays hidden muti idols, which I'll talk about when we get to my opinions on the show. Um, and, you know, it's, it's, I, I'm not... I don't think he's going to make it too far. I really, really don't. So I, I, I think he'll be a couple of vote. He'll be voted out a couple of votes before the merge. Because if you take, if you take Ben, and here's the thing: if you take Ben and J- or Jeremy to the merge, one of those two will win a lot of challenges. They're big. They're big guys. Ben's former military. Jeremy's a firefighter. They, they are big guys. They can easily win challenges. So if you take them to end, take them to the merge, they can easily win individual immunity often, and they would be safe. And you made a mistake. I do think Jeremy has a higher chance of winning than Ben, but if you do that, you're kind of you're kind of screwed. And then you got Michelle from Calrong. And, you know, Michelle, you know, Michelle was in an interesting season because that was, I think it was a, yeah, it was Brain versus Brawn versus Beauty. And she was, she was in, she was part of the, the Beauty tribe. And so she was actually a part of a, a tribe that wasn't, you know, that didn't seem super strong, but she, she actually did pretty well in challenges and she was, she was pretty social. She decided, okay, let's make this move. These guys are big threats. Let's go ahead and do it. And then kind of took advantage of where she was. She was on the top pretty, pretty early and just kind of rolled. And I think that's something to think about in this case and say, okay, keep an eye out, Michelle. I think Michelle, I think out of all the women has has the highest chance of winning just because I think she she's probably I think she's probably one of the newer ones and I think that a lot of people don't really think about her that much so I think Michelle could easily kind of get easily get to the merge and then she gets to the merge she's going to be rolling I think she could easily win this game. I think right now she's my number one. And then you got Wendell Holland from Ghost Island, which is the season I watched. He did really well. 
he created a bond really early on with a guy named Dominic and um, stuck to it, took him to the end, beat him because Wendell was so likable. He, I, I wouldn't say he's just like Jeremy. I think he's a little bit edgier than Jeremy. Jeremy never teetered towards the villain side. I think I think Wendell did just a little bit, not completely, but I think Wendell will... Um, Wendell's one of those guys that you're probably worried that he could flip. You know, he could jump to the other tribe if he wanted to. He could vote you out in an instant. So I think he's probably about middle of the pack at this point. Adam Klein, he was in Millennials versus Gen X. That was a big shock to me that he won. You know, he kind of played a... He played really well, and he played his cards very perfectly, um, that, which got him to his win, which was interesting. He wasn't necessarily the strongest. He wasn't the best uh, in challenges. He he wasn't the best socially, so I think this is going to be a big wake-up call for Adam this year. Yol Kwan, he's from Cook Islands, won that season. Um... I don't really remember a lot about Cook Islands, um, it, or if I really even watched it. But um, I think that uh, Yul Yul is kind of in an interesting spot because he's one of those old timey players, and I don't necessarily know if he'll be able to adapt to the new new times. I think he's going to struggle a little bit. He's a physical threat, and um, I think it's going to be interesting to say, well, okay, let's take Yule out because I think he's a guy that can sneak past. I'm, I'm just not super positive on what he can do. Sarah from Game Changers, not the biggest fan. Um, you know, she played, she played well. She took the right people to the end. I just don't think, I don't think that, I mean, she's pretty good in challenges too. But the one thing I'm, I would say about that's about Sarah is she can be harsh. She can be very honest. And that's going to be, that's the worst thing to have. I think in this game to be very honest, because if you are, you're going to have a huge target on your back. Amber Mariano, Amber won the all-stars season back, back a while ago. And she found her husband actually on that, on that season and Rob Mariano, um, but, uh, Amber's coming back. I'm excited. I remember watching that season. She was kind of quiet. She didn't really do a lot. She actually, she, she did do a lot. Um, her and Rob kind of really devised a plan and was like, okay, let's, let's get it rolling. Let's do this. And their plan worked and she ended up winning because she, you know, she kept, she kept promises that she could. And then when it was time, cut people loose and played a game. Played the game a little bit better than Rob did at that point. Um, but then, yeah, and I, I think if she could do that, if she can find somebody on, on her tribe that, uh, you know, can trust her, I think that would be great. Um, she could easily make it to the end again. Then my guy, Rob Mariano, or as they call him, Boston Rob, um, he won Redemption Island. Uh, about time he, he got a win. I... You know, Boston Rob's my favorite person that's ever come on the show. And um, he's been on, let's see, this will be his fifth time as a competitor. He's been on, he's been on 
his original season mark cake is all stars heroes versus villains redemption island and he was on this last season idols island of the idols same with sandra you know just to this as like a mentor to to the new players but this is like the the i think he said this is the last time he'll play but you know being a boston rob fan knowing that i think she that he he has a really low chance of winning because people now really know how how he plays the game so i think should his tribe lose he'll be one he'll he will be the first one out um then comes poverty shallow um from who won micronesia i know her more for heroes versus villains went to the end with sandra and lost um but you know poverty i'm a fan of uh for her gameplay and uh i'm just gonna leave it at that but you know poverty is another one of those players kind of like robin's sanchez where she's dangerous and immediately will have a target on her back so i think her her rob and sandra have the lowest chances of uh winning this game for sure kim from one world i remember watching that season she dominated she was strong. She was good at challenges. She was well. She did well socially. She, you know, she put kind of everybody in the dust, and I think that's why she deserves it. And if she can, if she can find two, I, I think if she can find two girls to align with, like an Amber, and a Sarah or someone like that, I think she can make it far in this game. Like, but all three of them will run, run, make a run at the end. And then it will be all, all hell breaking loose. Denise, this is somebody that uh, she won Philippines. I don't remember. I don't think I've seen Philippines, so I can't really say a lot. I would say she's probably middle of the pack. Tony, uh, Tony's interesting. Uh, I never watched the Kagayan uh, season that he won. He was on Game Changers. Uh, but I don't really remember him on Game Changers. I'm going to have to watch that one again. But Tony, he makes spy shacks and really kind of watches people oddly. I think he's going to have a huge target on his back because of that. And, you know, he's really kind of a... He's a guy that can... That will have a huge target on his back because of that. And, I'd, and I just think that he's going to be... Uh, one, probably closer to the merge. He'll probably be out closer to the merge because he's a strong guy. He he can do well in individual immunity. So, uh, Nick from David versus Goliath. I like Nick. You know he he's a southern. He's from Kentucky. He has this real southern twang, which which I find hilarious. But he can win in challenges, even though he's not the strongest. He's uh he's really smart. Um. He played he played his season really well to where he said I can because he was a David and oh, took over and beat a bunch of Goliaths like took people out left and right being like okay well he didn't he was a part of plans and it's like okay I think I can do that and he was a part of an alliance and just said yeah, I'm gonna roll with it man and see what I can do and then when he when he needed to make moves he did. And then Ethan Zahn from Africa, boy, uh, 
Ethan is somebody that I'm really happy to see back. He won in Africa, like I said, but he was from All-Stars, and I really know him from there. And I loved him, man. And then he got he he got diagnosed with um, something, like, really serious. I don't remember what it was. I think it was some f- sort of, like, cancer or something. And he... Uh, pretty sure it was. And he... And so th- he really said this is his, uh, uh, like his his true survivor. Uh, he was diagnosed with a rare type of cancer, cancer called Hodgkin's lymphoma. Um, but you know Ethan, you know, so it's really cool to see him back, and he is really one of those old school players, and it will be interesting to see how he collides with somebody like Nick or Wendell because of the new the new kind of the new style of play for the show so i think it's going to be really interesting to see how ethan adapts to to that kind of stuff so um but and i i really think ethan could make i think ethan has a strong chance to make it to the merge but not to the end i think because he, he's so likable and, and this sounds bad but this is exactly how it goes down because, you know, Jeremy said this the, the year he won. He said, you know, when I told people I was a firefighter and had two kids, they voted me out because it's a feel-good story. They don't want to go against that in the finals. So that's what they're going to think about Ethan and say, this is it's a great comeback story, but I don't want to go against that story in the finals. I would lose to that, and he'll get he'll get voted out probably during the merge should he not win any challenges now he was a strong challenge guy like he was one of the big challenge guys in uh in his seasons so in the two seasons he was in so it'll be interesting to see if he can you know be there at at the age he is now um because he was probably about in his 20s when that happened he's 45 now so we'll see if he can keep up with um some of these younger stronger guys like Wendell Ben and uh, Jeremy really Jeremy not too, not much younger but um, it'll be interesting to see what happens but I'm really excited for the season and can't wait you know it's it comes on tonight at uh, I believe at 8 um, on CBS which will be absolutely amazing and I just can't wait um, and you know I you know just this show, and like I said, this is going to be me, uh, you know, giving my opinions on the show. The show is so good. You know, you can't take, like, when you first watch it, you can be like, um, what is this? But then once you kind of get a little bit more into this, you're going to be like, oh, this is a great show. Because the, uh, just the thoughts, the thought of getting through 39 days in a place like Fiji or Borneo and having to fish and having just to, to kill, you literally have to kill live chickens to eat chicken. And, you know, you're, so you don't have as much food. You don't have as much, uh, you know, you have to boil your water. You have to build a fire. You have to build a shelter. Like I said earlier, I can't do, I, there's no way I could do it. I'm such a picky eater that I could not do that. You know, um, so, but, you know, the show has really evolved 
from when I first started to watch into now. You know, back then there were no hidden immunity idols. And don't get me wrong, hidden immunity idols are, I, which, you know, which is what they are, what they sound, they, they're hidden and they, they keep you from being voted out of the game. I think they're great. I think at points there have been too many. I think there have been, there have been seasons where there have been too many, uh, hidden media idols, but I think, you know, that does change the game. And I like that twist, you know, this, um, they did have a season with something called edge of extinction did not like that twist. You know, the show, the show has had some interesting twists and some that have done really well, like the idol hidden immunity idols, but edge of extinction just didn't, just didn't hit because it was, you can, it, it was a great idea. Don't get me wrong. It was a great idea, but it didn't, I don't think it worked the way they wanted it to. People go there, the, the people have the choice of leaving, going home after being voted out or going to edge of extinction, edge of extinction. And so, um, they go to edge, edge of extinction. And what they do is they start over, they build another, uh, another shelter they build another fire they have to feed themselves again but and if they've had enough they raise the white flag that's there but they have challenges to where they can come back into the game it was a great idea don't get me wrong it was just poorly executed because the in that edge of extinction season the guy who won was like the one of the first people voted out and did not win the first challenge. Uh, did not win the first challenge, but won the second challenge. When there are about like six or seven people left, he ends up winning the game. Um, so it, it, I don't. Th- it was executed poorly, um, and I hope it's executed a little bit better this season. They are doing. Uh, they are doing it this season. I hope it works out a little bit better, and they've got like it planned out to where. You do it with maybe 15 people left in the game and then 10 people left in the game. So you get only two shots. Everybody else, you know, you can go to the jury. And I love how it can be unlimited people at that island, which I absolutely love. Um, But the show really has evolved into a new way of playing it, too. Um, You know, back in those other seasons, you know, Ethan on All-Stars, he was playing with his heart. You know, he was playing to be, okay, I got to, um, you know, I got to, you know, I kind of got to see that, that evolution of the game. You can't, now you can't play with your heart. You can't play with your emotions. You got to play as, okay, I got, I have this to do. I have to vote this person out. I, I can't get too involved with them. So I think, uh. And I think that's been, uh, I think that's been the biggest uh, thing too, to where uh, I think it's been the biggest uh, change in 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 the show to where you've gone from true alliances to temporary alliance or saying. I'm going to vote with y'all for today or I'll, and I'll vote with them like the next time. So it's like people jump in compared to, okay, I'm sticking with you to the end. 
so it, that that's the biggest change in this, and I think that's what's what's made it a whole lot more interesting in these recent seasons. So I'm really, I've, I'm really looking forward to the season. I can't wait, and I hope some of y'all get hooked onto the show and watch it, and so we can talk about it at some point. But besides besides that, I mean, goodbye, adios. However you say goodbye. <laughs>